you can get good at operating on low power mode. Yes, um, that's a good way to put it. I think the danger in that is it, it's the difference between like filling up a quarter of the tank and just kind of getting from one stop to another than getting a full tank of gas in and going. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, B-side, where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Welcome back to Real FM Rewind, B-side. We are Anson, Kara, and Isaac, and I feel like we should sing the intro to this one. <laughs> Whoa. We're getting into the Christmas season. Oh, Here yes. we are. You guys sound more hesitant than that, so we'll move on from that. <laughs> we didn't immediately join in the caroling. <laughs> I have my bell kit here that I'll just start ringing we'll, through. We'll move on. Uh, Anson, let's start with you and what is on repeat for you this week. Yes, I'm going to leave the singing yes. to uh, others. <laughs> on repeat for me this week is All the Emotions by King's Kaleidoscope. King's Kaleidoscope just released a new album. I am into it. I really enjoy King's Kaleidoscope. Probably part of this, I should say, is because I just recently finished up listening to the Mars Hill podcast put out by Christianity Today, the rise and fall of Mars Hill. I understand I'm like two years behind (laughs) the curve on that in terms of like when it kind of hit the cultural zeitgeist and became super popular Mm -hmm. and everyone was listening to it. That tends to be the way I consume media for <laughs> Me some too. reason. Right. I'm always about two years behind whatever yeah. is cool. But I did just listen to that and it was a really, really interesting podcast. That's a whole nother tangent. Yeah. But there was a special bonus episode in there where they talked to Chad Gardner, who is the kind of head guy uh, for King's Kaleidoscope, because mm. King's Kaleidoscope was born out of Mars Hill. They were originally a Mars Hill worship band, mm. started back in 2014 at one of their satellite campuses. And uh, so it was really interesting to kind of listen to him talk about the origination of King's Kaleidoscope and Mm -hmm. and kind of their story. One of King's Kaleidoscope's biggest songs is Sticks and Stones. And that song was used as the theme song for the podcast as well. And then that kind of became a whole thing because they used that song for the podcast and it was being associated with Mark Driscoll and they weren't sure how they felt about all of that. And so it just kind of became this whole thing. So anyway, all of that's a really interesting story. If you want to go check out more background on King's Kaleidoscope. But they just recently released this new album as well. I've been listening to it and I've really enjoyed listening to it. One of the things I've always loved about King's Kaleidoscope, and it kind of comes from their heritage of coming out of Mars Hill, is that they have always kind of zigged where traditional CCM has zagged. Mm. They kind of just do things differently. And they're a really funky musical band. Chad Gardner's the head guy. And then they have a bunch of other kind of just part time people that kind of come in and out of this collective. But they have a a horn section and a percussion section Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. So their music gets really funky. And Chad has a really poetic way of writing songs as Mm -hmm. well. And sometimes, I don't know, I get in that poetic kind of wistful mood <laughs> yes and i really enjoy me some king's kaleidoscope mm-hmm. so the latest song we're playing from them uh, from their new album is called all the emotions there isn't to my knowledge a, an interview with chad or anything yet about this new album that's come out so he hasn't come out and said like this is what the song's about so i kind of just got to speculate and it is a very like poetic song mm. so it's not necessarily super easy to say like this is exactly what it means <laughs> Um, but the lyrics are so beautiful. The, the verse starts out waiting for the sunrise to see what we would do. Would we be strong? Could we be true? Dreaming in the downtime with promise to prove moments to pass, pass into view. And then in the second verse, I really love this line. He says scribbles on the outline kingdoms in crayon mm-hmm. beauty and life traced in the sand walking on a lifeline to meaning unmanned eternity. Now 
holding your hand. I kind of get this idea from those lyrics of like, we're doing our thing down here on earth. We're building these kingdoms, but we're drawing them in, in crayon. crayon. Mm-hmm. That's right? such a picture. We're scribbling yeah. on the outline, like in a coloring page, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Like I get these coloring sheets from my son's daycare. He's four years old, right? Yeah. Almost. And it's literally just a, a really pretty Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey coloring sheet uh-huh. with like a scribble of red crayon across it. Yeah. And that's it. You know? <laughs> yep. I <laughs> Which, colored it. Yeah, yeah. It's like cute, but maybe he's got a little work to do on the artistic front. Right. Yeah. And maybe we do too, mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to these kingdoms that we like to build. And we think that we're something kind yeah. of, and it turns out we're really just scribbling with crayon. Wow. And yeah, so there's some just beautiful metaphors. And like I said, I don't even know if I'm interpreting that correctly, but that's kind of what it means to me. That's cool. Uh, and just again, the, the musical creativity. Of King's Kaleidoscope. Even in the middle of a song, they zig where you zag. Like a lot of times you kind of can feel where a song is going, Mm -hmm. right? And and sometimes King's Kaleidoscope just takes me by surprise. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, oh, we're in a bridge now. (laughs) Right. You know, like the format of the song doesn't follow convention. The instruments themselves don't necessarily follow convention. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a, I don't know, it's a delight to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you, you need a good comforting like pop song that does what you expect. Or, yeah, right? totally. But other times it's, it's really fun to listen to something that, yeah, is a pleasant surprise to your eardrums. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what King's Kaleidoscope is. So. I yeah. just read, and it's interesting you brought this up because I just read an article the other day about this album specifically okay. and how it was really refreshing and I hadn't heard about it. So I was reading and they were talking about how this specifically is a really refreshing album in a time of deconstruction mm-hmm. where we're all struggling with this. Yeah. And it's kind of, there's a little bit of an attempt of reconstruction, mm-hmm. but it's not formulaic. And it's right. like you're saying, it's very poetic. And mm-hmm. so they they were just talking about how refreshing it was and it piqued my curiosity and I didn't realize that song was from it. So now I'm like, Ooh, okay. yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to go back and kind of listen to it with that in mind. Yeah. Because again, I, I do think this like Mars Hill background yeah. really plays into their story it of like, like it. they kind of went through this faith getting torn down deconstruction thing before it really hit like, Oh yeah. The mainstream like, yeah. cool thing to do. Big right. time. Uh, Cause Mars Hill crashed and burned in 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And listening to the podcast, like everybody who was involved in that has had, fallout from that experience um Mm -hmm. but chad and king's kaleidoscope seems to be one of the really beautiful things that emerged from the ashes of that church and so Mm -hmm. it definitely lends some i think beauty to Mm -hmm. what they're doing musically yeah that's really cool we interrupt this program to bring you a pause Now it is time for On Pause. This is the part of the show where we're talking about the things that maybe a head scratcher, maybe it has us going, huh, a little bit. (laughs) My uh, sort of on pause moment was literally a pause moment Uh that I had Monday night. So this worked out really well. I was about to sit down for my weekly gaming session with Anson and some good buddies of ours on Monday night. When I got back to my desk with my computer, with my drink, and I realized I had been playing video games for like three hours. Right. The new Call of Duty is out and that's fun and great. But you've been playing video games for three hours before before I was about to play video games with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I got home at like five. Okay. And I I just kind of was like routine. Like that's just what I did. And my issue with that is that it is hard for me to do normally anything for like three hours. That Uh is an abnormal amount of time for me to do even things I enjoy doing. Okay. Mm, Right. Interesting. So it gave me this pause moment where I was going. Oh, I've been on autopilot for like the better part of November, it feels like. Mm. And I think that part of that is the 
holiday stress kind of building up, the family stuff going on. It's just a whole bunch of different stressors. Yes. You tend to go into autopilot mode and go, all right, I'm just going to get things done and then do kind of the minimal things I can at the house and just keep going. And autopilot can be good when things are super Mm -hmm. busy. Not every day I get can be like a 30 minute devotional with yoga and meditation. Yeah, (laughs) I understand that. (laughs) But the priority list taking priority is fine. But I realized that my autopilot had extended to my downtime Mm. and I wasn't even doing activities that I needed to do to slow down. It was just what was the easiest. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I realized I hadn't been walking the dogs. I've been oversleeping. I haven't been doing my drawing or journaling. That wasn't good. It Mm. it didn't sit well with me. Yeah. So Tuesday, the week of this recording, um, I said, you know what? I'm resetting everything. Finished work. I went home and didn't touch any games. I drew. I drew a cowboy with a kitty cat asleep on his head. By oh, the way, it was so one of my favorites I've done recently. Um, it was the first time I drew in like almost a month. Wow. And I was just sitting there like, ah, oh, this feels good. This yeah. is mm. it wasn't the easiest autopilot. Mm. I had to go find my pen. I had to make sure my tablet was charged. I had to sit down where I wasn't bothered. And it was mm. a lot harder than just sitting down and opening up call of duty or something but it was so much more rewarding at the end of that Mm. and that's what i had been missing i had sort of been missing that like Mm. ah okay i need to recharge a little bit so Mm. my autopilot sort of breakout is what's given me pause this week on the show last week i actually talked about an article from the gospel coalition uh written by a woman named amy demarcangelo and the headline of the article was am i resting or just being lazy yeah <laughs> i love that i think it is kind of a, an interesting concept where sometimes we blur the lines between rest and laziness mm. but yeah. there really is a difference between the two mm. and i talked about a couple of different principles that she shared on the show last week and one of them that she talked about was that rest should refresh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she talks about like certain activities that she does that in her mind feel like rest or taking a break from Mm -hmm. the craziness of life. Right. But she always wants to ask the question, how do I feel afterwards? Right. Right. Are you left with like this sinking feeling about the time that you feel like you wasted Mm -hmm. or do you come out of that feeling more motivated, like more inspired, more inclined to get back to work? Right. right? Wow. If you're more motivated as opposed to less or more inspired, as opposed to less, that can be a good indicator for whether you're kind of just getting into a lazy rut or whether you're actually resting. Right. And the thing that is tricky about that is that the same activity can be both of those things Mm -hmm. depending on how we're doing it. Right. Right. And so like video games, I think for me, like I identify with that because that's one of my activities that very much can occupy both of those camps. Right. Yeah. Right. Like there are times where I go home and I sit down and I play video games for a couple hours and I can go, ah, I feel better now. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yeah. there are times where I go and play video games for a couple hours and I'm like, I feel worse now. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of seems to be what you're mm. kind of getting at. Right. Is there are times where we get into a rut where maybe that's all we do yeah. or we forsake other hobbies yeah. Yeah. or we're just doing it on autopilot without really being intentional about yeah. making yeah. a choice. Like, right. this is how I want to spend my time. Right. And those are the things that to me, seem to really make the difference right more than just this activity yeah. is always restful versus for sure not being restful for sure. yeah. right mm-hmm. like even something like drawing or for me like it's music production mm-hmm. there are times where i'm just like i don't have the energy to do this right now maybe it's not laziness but it, it's work yeah right? and i'm like yeah. i don't need work right, right. now right? right i need rest but then there are other times where i'm like no this is a restful activity mm-hmm. so i think we have to be really 
intentional and in tune with ourselves Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. discern those things. And to your point, if we get into that kind of autopilot rut where we're not Mm-hmm. being intentional then it's really easy to slip into this place where we're like mm. i think i'm doing self-care and being yeah. restful and stuff <laughs> right. and then it turns out oops we're, no. we're actually not yeah. oh, i identify with this so much because as a type nine on the enneagram one of my biggest challenges is what they call falling asleep to myself mm. and so literally living in autopilot all the time yeah, yeah so i so identify with this struggle i actually went to a conference last week and there was a lot of talk about creativity and inspiration and filling yourself with the mm-hmm. things that inspire you. But mm-hmm. there was also a lot of talk about movement and exercise and how mm-hmm. much that's needed yeah. for creativity. And I I felt that similar, like you're feeling, like, oh, haven't been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. lot of those things or the inspirational things. I feel like I sometimes go through the motions of, okay, I got to read stuff for work and I got to mm-hmm. talk, find things to talk about on the air. But that's right. different mm-hmm. than actually being truly inspired by something yeah. and filling back up. Right. And so I've been thinking about that a lot lately too. Yeah. You can yeah. get good at operating on low power mode. Yes. Um, That's but a good way to put it. I think the danger in that is, yeah, you're not really, it, it's the difference between like filling up a quarter of the tank and just kind of getting mm. from one stop to another than getting a full tank of gas in and going. Yeah. yeah. It's a good way to put one it. One of the metaphors that Amy used was if you have like kids playing a soccer game, right. Or a basketball game or whatever, like there's halftime, there's a timeout. Mm. And mm-hmm. and so you stop, you go back over to the bench, you get some water, right. maybe you even need a little snack or something. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then that refreshes you to kind of get back into the game and go right. again. Yes. Right. If you come over to the bench and everyone starts pulling out the drumstick like ice cream cones yeah. and the oh. like post game snacks right? yeah. and you gorge yourself on all of that that's Gonna... not preparing you to go back into the game right, right. like yeah. and and so Oof. sometimes we get tempted i think to make some really poor like health choices whether mm-hmm. mental or physical yeah. when it comes to rest because that's what sounds good right like right. eating yeah. an ice cream cone would make me feel good yeah right, right? at least that's <laughs> what we think but if the goal is to refresh ourselves to kind of get back into the game mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not always the case sometimes those unhealthy choices actually leave us feeling worse than right. when we started mm-hmm. yeah. and that doesn't mean there isn't a right time for an ice cream cone right like after the game right yeah but sometimes there's those moments where you go yeah no i don't really need the ice cream cone here i <laughs> need the equivalent of the orange slices the, the orange slices in the green <laughs> water right the water and orange and slices. that might mean it might mean doing something like drawing it might mean yeah. going and getting some like physical exercise right. or walking yeah. the dog yeah but those are harder choices to make they are. than just eating the ice cream cone. i walked the dogs this morning at 24 degrees oh yeah. isaac it yeah. was brisk good for you but it was nice it is brisk <laughs> i was wearing my patagonia baggies <laughs> nice and a big just ridiculously floofy jacket that's it was awesome amazing. Yeah. good for you i think the final thing is on rest and this was amy's point i'm just stealing all this straight from her it's not my stuff but the, the final thing she said was we should see rest bearing fruit Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So when we actually rest, we should see good things come from that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So laziness yields selfishness. Mm-hmm. Laziness drives us to fulfill our own desires, mm-hmm. make us happier. But it usually has the opposite effect. It doesn't mm-hmm. even do that. Yeah. Whereas if we're actually resting, it re-energizes us to take on our responsibilities as opposed to avoiding mm-hmm. our responsibilities. Right. So if if you go walk the dog. You do some drawing, you feel Mm re-energized. Like to Kara's point, you're ready to be creative and inspired and serve Mm -hmm. others and and do stuff that makes a difference in the world. Yeah. And that also 
side benefit makes us feel good. Yeah. Right. Whereas if we're kind of making those lazy choices, it's it's a selfish thing where we're like, we're only pouring into ourselves yeah. and we're not actually preparing ourselves mm-hmm. to be useful or like contributing members of society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not a utilitarian thing of, Oh, we got to do more or something like that. Yeah. It's right. just when we're pouring into ourselves in healthy ways, we're going to be better prepared to pour into others. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's a good way. If you're trying to diagnose something kind of after the fact, mm-hmm. was that restful or not? Mm-hmm. That's a good way to kind of take a look at that. Yeah. Did it help me prepare to serve others in right. some way or mm. to fulfill my responsibilities or to, to be excited about getting back out into the world and doing things. Yeah. yeah. And if it didn't, maybe I need to reevaluate how I'm mm. spending that rest time. Yeah. 100%. Fast forward. What I am looking forward to in the coming week is guys, we have a Thanksgiving plan that uh-huh. I'm super Ooh, stoked Thanksgiving about. Thanksgiving plans. A Thanksgiving it's plan. It's that time. I'm it's, so excited. I know. I'm excited too. But I'm especially excited because, let's be honest, um, family meals and get-togethers are stressful. Okay. And a lot of times, like my mom is a super sweet, she's a type two on the Enneagram, which means she does all the things for mm. everyone at holidays. Yeah. Hello too. Love yes, it. yes, Love yes. <laughs> and um, she and my dad had, they had COVID a few weeks ago. Mm. And so they've been recovering from mm. that. And that takes a while as yep. we know. Yep. And so my husband and I were talking one day, there's this Amish restaurant close to us. They sell pre-cooked mm. Thanksgiving meals. Mm. And this restaurant is amazing. And we were like, you know, maybe we should just bring Thanksgiving to the family and say like, look, as our Christmas gift to you, we would like to bring Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. and good Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, the Thanksgiving harbingers. But You're like, bringing it. But we didn't actually have to do anything except yeah. just bring it. And then hopefully it will save mom some effort and time and we'll yeah. be able to relax a little more. Although I know her, she's still going to make goodies. Yeah, she's, I know. she's not going to be able she's, to relax fully, no, right? Not fully, <laughs> but, but try. it will help. Yeah. It will help take some of the pressure off because all of that takes so much time and energy. So I'm just super excited about the opportunity to do that and it's one of those, okay, this makes me feel really good that we're doing mm. this and we're providing something that feels like it's needed and hopefully it will just really give the family a good experience. Yeah. It's going to be good food, but it's going to take some pressure off of everybody. Yeah. I love that. I'm just a huge fan of simplifying yeah. holidays where you can in those ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, don't get me wrong, it's great to be in the kitchen and doing the things. But yeah. there's seasons where it's like, you know what? We just need to make this yeah. as simple as possible. Yeah, like even some years probably over other years yes. of like Thanksgiving where you're like, hey, this would be a fun year for us all to get together in the kitchen and cook together. Right. And other years right. where you're like, yeah, not so much. Like, not so yeah, much. This, this isn't the year for that. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like you're really in tune with kind of where your family's at this year and yeah. where those needs are. So. Yeah. If you want to spend so. some time like brainstorming kind of a non-essential just time waster activity for your mom to be doing. Yes. To scratch that <laughs> I need to serve itch. Sounds good. Like, hey, can you alphabetize these for me real quick? <laughs> very important. And she's just over there like, uh-huh. oh, my, my recipe card. Yeah, so right, like, just give her like a something. There needs to be like a two holiday care kit. There does. Like, you just <gasps> give them something. Here's to- a way that you can help. Yeah, I love that, that idea. going to stress you out. Yeah. Fuss with this oh. for two hours. That's such a good idea. Yeah, there really needs okay. to be one. We so. need to work on that. We can brainstorm. Yeah, we can workshop that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us today, guys. I hope you have a fantabulous Thanksgiving and enjoy lots of pie. Yes, I will. <laughs> can confirm. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.